In today's episode, we're talking about a question that we get quite often, uh, usually from someone that is a grandparent or even a parent, and that is, what should I be thinking about when I'm trying to save for my child or grandchild's college? Uh, college is very expensive. We all know that. And so getting ahead of the game is, I think, pretty important. So today, uh, we're going to st- talk about a specific strategy, which, which is a, a 529 account. You may have heard of them. We're going to get pretty in-depth about it. Um, and I hope you learned something. I know we learned some some today as well. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Just a couple of quick reminders. Uh, we are going to go through a lot of information. Uh, we have a blog that we write on all, all, all the topics around our retirement and actions, which come out on Wednesday. So go to our blog, uh, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page, which is forward slash blog. And there will be an article there on this particular topic. Uh, and so it helps you have all those notes right there. So we hope that that is beneficial to you. Uh, also, when you go there to the right-hand side, you'll see that we actually actually have a couple of things. One is a video series. The other is three steps to secure your retirement. Feel free to engage there, listen to those, opt in to be able to get that information. It's completely free. We do not ask for any money, but it's a nice tool to be able to help you to understand how you can plan for and live throughout retirement. But before we get into the show, we have a quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Retirement in Action. Today, we're gonna be talking about something that uh, may or may not affect uh, you personally, but you might know somebody that could assist, assist with, and that is setting up the why, the how, the everything around a 529 plan. Now, a 529 plan, uh, just to kind of help you to appreciate, is all about college, helping pay for college. We have a lot of our clients that are grandparents. We have some that are parents, and they're thinking, how can I be able to get money uh, in, in a place that's, that's efficient and can help my grandchild or my child when it comes to college? And so we get this question, should I set up a 529 plan? So what we thought we would do today is kind of take you through the concept of how it works, the advantages, uh, and how, you know, just what the process would look like. So um, we're going to step through those different things. I will tell you that we're going to walk through all of these different little points. And then at the end, we're going to come back and say, okay, if you think that you want to set up a 529 plan, what are the steps to do so? So make sure you listen to the end because at the end, that's where we're going to kind of go through those steps. So let's kind of start our conversation around this idea of saving for college for a child or a grandchild through the 529 plan. So Merce, can you kind of bring up maybe some of the advantages and let's just start having the conversation around this idea? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think to start off with that, the concept of saving for college, it's always at the forefront of a lot of uh, families' minds, whether you just had a kid or you've got a kid that's, you know, a few years out from college, it's always, uh, well, what if they don't get a scholarship or what if they don't get financial aid? How are we going to cover this major expense? And it is a major expense and it, it keeps going up every single year. Um, the average annual cost for, let's say, if you're going to go to an in-state public college uh, as of 2020 right now is just shy of $22,000 a year. Uh, that's for a room board and tuition and not some other fees in there. But if you decide to go the private schooling route, the private college, that can be as much as $50,000 a year. So say you have a kid that's going to go to school uh, for four years and you you would like to help cover that. Well, that's a $200,000 expense. So it's something that you know you have to kind of come up with some type of game plan. And there's a lot of different ways that you could do it. Um, sometimes we're fortunate enough to where the grandparents are going to cover all of it. And so you don't really have to worry about it. But if you have to save yourself, there's all these different things that you can be doing. And so today we're going to talk about the 529 and the advantages of it. Um, I'm pretty fresh on it because I uh, had my first kid last year in March of 2020, and I immediately set up a 529 for him as soon as I got my his social security card. Um, so uh, pretty much the 529 is on a, on a high level, it's a, they call it a 529 college savings account. However, it can be used for a lot of different education expenses. So it can be used mainly for college, but also they've introduced the idea that you can actually start using it as early as elementary school. So elementary school, K through 12, if you want to uh, cover, say you're going, sending your kid to a private school and there's tuition involved, you can actually use the 529 in that world. Now, why would you ever put money into a 529 plan? Well, the idea is, is that you start saving into this account and the earnings and you're investing in this account too. You're using some different mutual funds that are there. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but the earnings that you make uh, all throughout the process, that is all growing tax-free provided that you use it for qualified expenses. So provided that you use it for this list of all different reasons, which is pretty much room board tuition, uh, any college or education oriented expenses. There's a whole list of how you can use it and it'd be a qualified distribution. So let's say you get down the road and your kid is uh, accepted to college and they go to a state school and you have, you get that first bill, that first tuition bill. And I know they do it in semesters, but let's just say you wanted to pay the whole thing up front. You could take a withdrawal out of this 529 for $20,000, $30,000, whatever that number is. And a, a nice piece of that will be tax-free. Um, so that's a very nice uh, benefit to it. Um, so that's kind of the, the high level as to why someone would think about setting it up. Ultimately, it's to grow some money, invest some money, and get some tax-free benefits as we're withdrawing uh, the money. So uh, I think it's a, it's a great thing to think about. It may not be for everyone. Um, and we're going to go through some of the, some of the reasons as to why, or, and some myths that are out there as well as to how, uh, the 529 works. But I think one, one thing that a lot of people are concerned about is, Hey, if I start saving all this money for my kid, um, for go to, for them to go to school, well, what is the impact going to be on their ability to receive financial aid? Uh, so, Raiden, you want to kind of go through that? It's it's not much, but it's something to think about. Yeah. And before I go into that topic, though, I kind of wanted to hit on this, uh, what what Merce just talked about, about this uh, being able to grow the money 
um, in a tax, it is tax deferred and tax free if in fact we use it for college expenses. Now, um, as Mersh just talked about, some of the college expenses are already today's dollars hefty. So let's say that you do have a grandchild and I just like to talk about some basic numbers on this. So take Merce, right? So his child, he's got, you know, let's 17, 18 years before that his, uh, his son or your grandchild, if they're uh, just being born, is going to go to college. So just imagine that if we could double the, the money twice, so whatever your dollars are, so you put $1,000 in today, it then doubles to two, then to four, because every 10 years you double if we earn 7.2%. So if I put in $1,000 and it grows to four, well, now that $3,000 I get to use for college expenses and not owe any tax on that. I just want to give you perspective because you now just take that and multiply it. If I'm putting in $10,000, it becomes $40,000 and I don't have to pay the tax on that. So it can be huge. Now, there are some caveats here. And sometimes people think about the idea of, well, what if my child is going to get some kind of financial aid? Would it hurt them if there's money, I have saved a substantial amount of money over in the 529 plan. And maybe you've got a couple of grandchildren and one of those grandchildren gets financial, can get financial aid. And I don't need all the money. Well, the, the good part is the money that's in the 529 plan is not considered the child's money. It's considered the parent's money or the grandparent's money. So there is a, there's a very small equation that for the benefit of that child that, that they may look at on that 529, but it's a very small number. The vast majority of the account is considered the parent's money. And the parent is the one who is actually going to be able to be in control. That's why it's called the parent's money, because they're the ones that are in control. And we'll talk about that a little bit here, uh, because this might be a concern. You might think, well, what if I put up, uh, have a 529 plan, I got 50, 60, $100,000. What if my child just starts spending the money frivolously or not on college. Well, they don't have the control. It's the parent or the grandparent that's in control of the money. They are the ones who say how much money goes to the beneficiary, how much money can they get for, for uh, these different things, whether it be tuition, books, all those different things that you can use it for. So don't think that your child's going to run away with the money. Uh, it is really the parent and the grandparent who actually control that. Uh, but now, not only do they control how they get the money, they also control another aspect, which are the investments. So Merce, can you talk a little bit about the investment side and the control there? I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course four steps to secure your retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah. So, so the way, and we haven't said this yet, but the way that a 529 is set up. And so let's say you're a parent and you have a kid that you want to set up a, uh, an account for. So the parent or the owner of the account is in control of the investment options as well. Um, so depending on how you like to work within investments, if you like doing all the, the 
fun picking and everything like that. There's plenty of options in that direction. If you like to be hands off and you're really just focused on getting money into this account and you want someone else to grow it, well, they typically are going to have funds that allow you to uh, just put the money in there. They're called life cycle funds. So let's say, for example, your, your child is going to go to college in, say, 2040. Well, there's an investment manager that's going to handle the risk of that fund until we get to 2040. So there's hands-on ways and hands-off ways, uh, and they made it pretty simple um, from the investment perspective. Once again, the idea is to really fund it, get the money in there, and let it grow tax-free. And so the investment options are, are there to do that. Um, so that's kind of on the control. Ultimately, the, the parent or the owner of the account, which it could be a grandparent as well, is in complete control. Uh, whereas there are other types of accounts out there that eventually the, the minor becomes uh, a majority. So past age 18, and all of a sudden, they are now in complete control of the account. So just something to think about if a 529 is something that seems like it could be of interest to you. Um, now, I think it's there's there's all these myths out there as to, well, if I set this 529 up, I'm kind of locked in. And so we want to just kind of debunk some of these and help you understand what you are actually signing up for. Um, so the first one uh, is, is a very common one. What if I don't use all the 529 money that I've set aside for my child? What happens then? Uh, so Raiden, you want to take that one? Yeah, sometimes people think if I don't use the money, I lose the money. Now, that's a pretty big statement to say. You put in tens of thousands of dollars maybe or whatever you put in, you don't want to say, okay, I'll lose the money. The fact is you do not lose the money. What do you lose? Well, if you don't use it for college expenses, then you're going to have to pay tax on the money, but you would have had to pay tax on the money no matter what. Okay. So I'm just going to have to pay tax on the money that has accumulated anything that I've earned, not all of it. Cause remember, I'm not, I'm not putting the money in tax free, by the way. Sometimes people think you get a deduction for putting it into 529. You don't. Whatever you put in is already taxed. So it's the growth that you're getting that tax-free growth of. So I would actually pay a tax on that as well as a 10% penalty uh, for not using it for college. Now, I just want to say something on that. And we may say it again here in a minute, but you don't just you don't have to just use it for one beneficiary or the one that you originally did. So let's go to Merce's scenario. Merce has a son, Jay, and now let's say that uh, Merce ends up having another child. Uh, we'll call her Jamie, okay? <laughs> uh, so now Jay and Jamie are there. So well, let's say that Jay does not go to college. He can use the money for his other child, Jamie. I just named your second child. That's pretty cool. Yep. So your, the other child, can, he can use the expenses for her and, 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 and go down that path. So now think of a grandparent. A grandparent might have five or six grandchildren, maybe. You're not just putting it in for that named beneficiary. You can have multiple beneficiaries and use it for someone else if you want to. So just think about that a little bit when it comes to this idea of I'm um, fearful that I might have to pay this tax and the penalty down the road. Now, the second myth is I can only invest in my state's plan. So, Merce, you can handle that one. Yeah, so... Um... Sometimes you think if, well, if I live in North Carolina or if I live in New York, uh, these are state-sponsored plans there. So the North Carolina one is called the NC529 plan. Um, so they are state-sponsored, they're state-run, uh, and there's a lot, there's regulation around them. So it's a good thing that they're state-sponsored. Uh, it makes them very easy to use and very affordable as well. There's hardly to, 
next to nothing when it comes to fees in these accounts, really just the investment vehicle fee. Um, but you know, sometimes we wonder, well, if I set up one in North Carolina, does that mean my kid has to go to a North Carolina school? The answer is no. Uh, can I set up one because we're moving to California? Can I go ahead, if I live in North Carolina now, can I go ahead and set, set one up in the California 529 plan? The answer is yes, you can set it up anywhere. It's not based on residency. You can shop around. I'll tell you, there's not much shopping around to do. The only thing that you could think about is if there is a state tax deduction, which it's they're few and far between, there is no federal deduction for putting money into this. So it's not like an IRA where you put a chunk of money in and you get a tax deduction. Um, uh, there is no federal tax benefit to the person putting money in. It's only the tax benefit comes to the withdrawals for the person using the money for uh, education. But there are a couple, I know New York is one of them currently, where you actually do get a state tax uh, deduction for the amount of money that you put in. Uh, the caveat there is that it has to be with the New York 529 plan. So uh, just something to think about there. But no, uh, you can you can open it up anywhere and you can go to school uh, virtually anywhere as well. So uh, just something to think through. Uh, another one here is federal tax benefits associated with the 529 college plan uh, will eventually disappear. We're always worried about, hey, you know, here's where we are today, but they're going to take that away tomorrow, depending on uh, who's in office or depending on what the tax legislation is. It's here today, but it's not going to be there tomorrow. So what do we have to say about that, Raiden? Not much, because I don't like saying what the government's <laughs> going to do and not do. I will tell you what's the current scenario. The, the uh, Pension Protection, Protection Act of 2006 basically said indefinitely, we're going to get this benefit. So there's nothing that times out at the current scenario. Can the government change anything? Yes, they can change it. But for now, there is nothing on the books that say this is going to go away. And from everything you would hear right now with all the problems with college uh, uh, loans and those kind of things, it would not make sense. Uh, well, that doesn't really mean much either, but you wouldn't think that the idea of not encouraging savings for college, you wouldn't think that would go away. And then the last one that we're going to just talk about is basically uh, not being able to make changes either on my investments or my plan. And the, let's just make this real short and sweet. You can. You don't, you're not locked into an investment plan. You're not locked into a plan. You can make changes if you find another plan that you like better. You can roll the money from one plan to the other. So don't feel that you've locked yourself in and you need to do years of research before you make a decision. But I think what we'd like to do probably at this point, Merce, is if you could just kind of walk us through maybe the steps of somebody setting up a 529, um, you know, and, and what they would do to do that. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty simple. Like I said, they want these to be as easily accessible as possible because saving for education is very important. So there's a couple of different ways you could do it. If you had more questions about it, obviously you can reach out to us. Uh, we can help you think through and walk through the setup process. We actually are not able to manage those ourselves, but as a service to our clients, we're happy to kind of think through it and, and help you administer the plan in itself. A lot of these are, you're able to open them up online. So for me, I went to the NC 529 plan uh, and, and just typed in a bunch of information, my own information as the owner, uh, my child's benef uh, information as the beneficiary. So that's usually date of birth, full name, social security, all those different things. And then you're pretty much there. Then you get to fund the account. Uh, a lot of the investment houses like 
Schwab and Fidelity and Vanguard, they have all also created their, their versions of 529 plans as well. So you can virtually go anywhere you want to set these up and they're almost all doable online. When it comes down to the time to being uh, actually using the money, it's kind of like when you take money from an IRA or a 401k, you have to submit a form that says, hey, I need this money for this reason. And then a check will be cut to you uh, and you can use that money. So overall, uh, I think the 529 is definitely something to consider. It's not for everyone, uh, but it does have some significant advantages when we're talking about saving for a kid's education. Um, so if you have more questions about it, please feel, feel free to reach out to us. Um, but that's all we've got for you. All right. As I tell you, uh, each of our retirement and actions, if we went through this and we went through a lot of information and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't get a chance to make notes. I was driving, I was walking, I was doing whatever. Uh, go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the blog page and you'll see an article that we have had uh, written on this particular topic. And feel free to be able to, you'll, you'll be able to print that out, use it, go back to it. And it has all this information that we've been able to accumulate here and, and lay out for you today. But we thank you very much for listening. We look forward to talking to you next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.